Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) Melissa, who are our patrons for this week? We have Hannah. Gary, another Hannah, Hannah wow. S, Alex, James, and Latasha. Guys, welcome to the team. I love how Alex is spelled A-L-I-X. Yeah. I feel like that's a rarer spelling. Very Unique. Cool. Yeah, very unique. Today's episode, I am super excited about it. Again, does it really follow the theme of what our podcast is about? Probably not. You know, we've done <laughs> you know, we've done over two hundred episodes. Like we're closing what? in on two hundred and fifty. There's only so many true crime stories in the world. Oh my uh, god! We just opened a floodgate. Going well. What about this? Oh, a hundred percent. We're going to be well actually a lot. Yeah, we're moving into <laughs> weird territory. So just deal with it. I think this is a podcast of all things weird and strange. It and is if that if that means a little antm. There you go. If that's wrong and I don't want to be right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's any anything. And sometimes it's just weird things that uh, we are yeah. remembering from the Internet. And so this is one of them. I saw a tweet the other day and it was from America's Next Top Model. And it was they were doing a shoot in Greece and it was just they had the girls sit in a big um, Greek salad. Like a literal, it wasn't a fake Greek salad. It was just a literal Greek salad with with dressing and it was like soggy and wet and they made the girls, yeah, and they made the girls like sit in it, like surrounded by like feta cheese and tomatoes. It made me remember like, oh my God, this show was insane. Yeah. And honestly, pretty problematic at times. Like did not, does not stand up well with the course of history and the test of time. So Melissa and I decided to uh, rewatch a bunch of episodes and seasons and just do a recap on like America's Next Top Model, uh, the reality show that really existed. You did not dream it. Tyra Mail. Tyra Mail. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, important to remember that this was the gold, like, the early 2000s was the golden age of reality television. Like, 
Rock oh, of yeah. Love, Flavor of Love, or I mean, I can't remember what it was. Survivor. Like the, Survivor, started. The Swan. Oh my God, The Swan. Yeah, we need to do the another episode of that. Joe yes. Millionaire. Joe Millionaire. Joe Millionaire. Was so good. <laughs> yeah, what was it? The catch was that he wasn't a millionaire, right? He wasn't a millionaire. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't a millionaire. He's just a guy. He's, He's just, just a, a dude. Guy. He's just a dude. So yeah, this is like the golden age of reality television. And uh, this definitely fit in with the bunch. So uh, America's Next Top Model, it premiered in 2003. And then I guess it only aired semi-annually until 2012, which I didn't know. And then was every year from 2013 to 2010. 2013 to 2010? 2003 to 2010. The first six seasons were on UPN, uh, then that went to WB, then the CW. Then it was canceled in 2015, but oh. VH1 picked it up. Thank God, because what Thank would we God. do without it? Thank God. <laughs> I guess there was 24 seasons. Jeez. Which is like seems insane. Uh, the first 22 seasons, the host was Tyra Banks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, season 24 host was Tyra Banks. This is something I ne- never knew. Season 23 host was Rita Ora. I, I had no idea. I stopped watching like 20, 2009, maybe. Yeah. I mean, at some point you got to fade out. Um, also, the most recent episodes are men and women. And you know how the, the theme song is like, you want to be on top? And yeah, but the last few seasons where like men are involved, it's like you want to be on top. Also, boys, like it literally, (laughs) like it's the craziest theme song. It's like men too. It's so weird. Um, I watched a few of the seasons with men, and like watching the men model is so embarrassing. Like, I guess I don't really know how men are supposed to model. I don't, it's always creepy to me. It's cringe. It's very cringe. (laughs) cringe. And it's, it's, and also like the bodies are very, cause like now male models, it's kind of like an androgynous, more skinny look. These are like buff hunks. And let me tell you, Tyra is eating it up. Tyra like flirts with them. She loves it. Oh, I bet. She winks at them. It, I mean, it's kind oh, of worth watching it for that. Them. She sexually harasses them. There's also um, some hookups in the house, which is kind of interesting. Like, I think oh, they tried I, to yeah. make it like something different. Anyways, I thought this was kind of interesting. And Maria, you're in the writing world, so I don't know if you knew anything about this. So I guess writers who work on unscripted television are not in the Writers Guild. I I didn't know that. I've never, you know, no one's ever asked me to do anything in in the unscripted world. But I guess that that I I don't know. I mean, I don't I guess I've never truly understood. I know there's writers on reality TV shows. I I don't know how that works, though. I don't either. We should get at some point like a, a my friend Lauren Reeves does like production and I think writing for reality. And maybe maybe they qualify for Writers Guild now. But what I thought was interesting, and this is super fucked up. So I guess in 2006, the writers of America's Next Top Model went on strike to be like, we want to be on the Writers Guild. We want health insurance. We want benefits. We want the same benefits as people who do scripted shows. And they did, you know, they they went on strike. They were all fired. Wow. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, that's fucked I up. I guess because they're not part of a guild to protect them. I mean, yeah, not- they were oh, all just fired. Union writers. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's wild. So kind of fucked up with the series that instead of like, you know, go- going into their claims, like so kind of behind the scenes problematic stuff. So first, let's get into like who Tyra Banks is. Obviously, a supermodel. Uh, we all know this. Uh, and she obviously is the first one to let us know. <laughs> her webs- or her Wikipedia told me something interesting that I didn't know. It says Tyra, also known as Banks, B-A-N capital X. That's right. <laughs> I Yeah, I remember her changing her name or like yeah did she like do a prince thing like did she what is that i don't know no idea okay so anyways she's also known as banks the the artist known as banks 
started modeling at 15 years old. Pretty iconic. She was the first yep. um, black woman to be on GQ and Sports Illustrated. She was on them three times. My favorite Tyra Banks fact, though, is she's a teacher at Stanford University. Did you know this? <laughs> she's a teacher there? No. Yes. So in August 2016, she accepted a position. She teaches personal branding at Stanford University. That makes sense. She went to Harvard to business. She went to Harvard Business School. Well, she went to like Harvard, like extension Online. classes. <laughs> no, she went to UCLA she extension. Did not. Hold on. <laughs> Let's give credit where credit's due, you well, guys. No, I remember reading a thing about how Tyra says she's like a Harvard graduate, but she didn't actually Let's go. Tyra Banks, a Harvard Business School graduate? Well, not exactly. Who wrote this? Uh oh. It sounds Uh-oh. like Melissa wrote, well, uh, not, not exactly. exactly. <laughs> she did attend classes on the Harvard business campus, but they were part of an owner president management extension program and not part of the school's top ranked masters in business administration. Taught in uh-huh. three weeks, three week. Oh, three week program. Hey, it's still, you know, sure. Good on her. She's sure. getting out there and she's doing and she's doing stuff. And she's I able to know. say that now. That's all that matters. She can put that on a resume. Exactly. Sure. Um, Something that I also did not know about Tyra Banks is uh, that she dated a, a Norwegian photographer named Eric in uh, 2010. And in 2016, they had a son via surrogacy. Oh, So she is a son, which I also didn't know about her. That's who Tyra is. Then she started America's Next Top Model because, again, she is the queen of branding herself and rebranding herself. Mm-hmm. Her big thing is that she gained weight. Um, she, she talks about this. So she was like, I no longer could fit into the modeling world and I had to figure out something different to do. So uh, TV is where she went. So America's Next Top Model has a panel of judges, none of whom I really understand who they were. First is Janice Dickinson, who is deranged and insane. She says she's the world's first supermodel, which like is just factually untrue. Self-claimed world's first supermodel is what she's always said. But that's not true. There's models in the 60s like Twiggy or like Cheryl Teagues. Like they're supermodels. Yeah. And Twiggy ultimately also was a a host on it or a judge. Oh, right. Uh, There's Jay Manuel, who's the makeup artist who like I've also never seen do makeup on the show. Um, (laughs) There's Nigel Barker, the photographer. I went to a casting uh, and Nigel Barker was the photographer. I wish I, I cannot remember what the casting was for. I looked through my email, but it, he was just, Oh the my God. There. That's amazing. And he's surprisingly married, but always seems a little horny for the girls. No. He, yeah. He seems like he's always flirting with the girls. Then there's Jay Alexander. Who's like the quote unquote runway coach who I found out at like age 15 was signed actually to be a model. Oh, wow. And yeah, by like elite management and Ms. like modeled J. for seven years. Yeah, Miss J. Also very like apropos for the 2000s. In the later seasons, Kelly Catrone was a judge. Do you remember her? No, I think I stopped watching. Oh, yeah. She was the scary lady from the hills who like Lauren Conrad and all the girls worked for who like ran oh. that like fashion PR or like something company. Anyways, let's get into why the show was so problematic. Season one, it starts off problematic from the gate. They weigh them. Oh, yeah. And then like publicize their weight and like congratulate them for being super skinny. And then like tell some of them that they need to lose weight. At one one season, a girl is actually uh, eliminated for gaining weight during the course of the show. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So this one girl, I think her name was Elise. She's like 5'10 or 5'9 and they weigh her and she's like 114 pounds. And they're like, amazing job, Elise, which is such a low That's BMI. so skinny. So skinny. Also, in another subsequent season, uh, there's a girl. Her name is uh, Cassie. It's season three. She admits she is throwing up her meals in the house and then she admits to being bulimic and That's to Tyra right. and to like a uh, like during some sort of uh, talk with Tyra and some other people. And they're like, maybe you should see someone, but they don't force her to. And they also don't eliminate her, which seems problematic That's- and also dangerous yeah. for the show. So there's a lot of stuff that like increased stigmas of like modeling and the modeling uh, environment. But also they did feature quote unquote plus size models on the show. 
who were probably a size six. Well, they <laughs> what I, cycle two. I watched. They had a girl who was plus size who was I think she was like a size four or a six. Shut up. Yeah. And then she gets sent home first. Are you serious? Because she, she has a kid. Oh. And so she's now plus size. And she's like very skinny, but she gets sent home first. Jesus so Christ. <laughs> so let's start with like kind of the craziest moment of the show before we get into it. There is a contestant named Tiffany. I believe she's season three. Tyra goes crazy on her. Uh, she is eliminating Tiffany. She believes Tiffany didn't try hard enough during uh, the course of the season. She thinks she's taking it for granted. Doesn't appreciate the opportunity. And this girl is like, kind of, I think she's uncomfortable or she, th- she thinks the challenges are ridiculous, which they are. And so she's just like, oh, I have to do this dumb shit again. Yeah. Like just making fun of it, which is like, fine. Also, they humiliate her before she is eliminated. So they do a challenge where they make the girls read off a prompter. That's right. And say all these like words that they've never heard before and can't say. And she's like, I don't want to do this. I don't know these words. I don't want to read them and look stupid on television. I just don't want to do this. Like the, the reason for this challenge is to humiliate me. It was a bunch of like international model name like Giselle Bunchin. Like, yeah. Words, names that I wouldn't know how to pronounce. Right. Also, like one thing to say about like, and we maybe would because, but one thing about America's Next Top Model is I think they kind of like pluck girls from obscurity who maybe don't really have a knowledge of fashion or modeling. They're just girls who they kind of want to give a chance in the modeling world. And like they didn't really like have an understanding of these kind of big names. Anyways, so she gets eliminated and Tyra loses her shit. So here's a clip of that. Tiffany, I'm extremely disappointed in you. This is a joke to you. You've been through anger management. You've been through your grandmother getting her lights turned off to buy you a swimsuit for this competition. And you go over there and you joke and you laugh. This is serious to these girls. This should be serious to you. Looks can be deceiving. I'm hurt, but I can't change it, Tyra. I've been... Yes, you can. Do you know that you had a possibility to win? Do you know that all of America is rooting for you? Do you know that? And then you come in here and you treat this like a joke. You come in here and look at that and say, I can't read that. You read 10 times better than half of those girls over there. You did. You did. And you come in here with a defeatist attitude. I don't have a bad attitude. Maybe I am angry inside. I've been through stuff, so I'm angry. Yeah. But this is not okay. Quiet, but everybody, be quiet. That's what is wrong with you. But you're not. Stop it. (laughs) I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. When my mother yells at this, it's because she loves me. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you learn something from this? You go to bed at night, you lay there, and you take responsibility for yourself. Because nobody's going to take responsibility for you. You roll in your eyes and you act like this because you've heard it all before. You've heard it all before. You don't know where the hell I come from. You have no idea what I've been through. But I'm not a victim. I grow from it and I learn. Take responsibility for yourself. Jeez. I mean, she gets a little like that's a little mean and personal. Like you went through your grandma having her lights turned off to buy you a bathing suit. Like the world doesn't need to know that shit. Like I'm sure that was in a personal conversation. So anyway, she gets very, very angry. I understand the subtext is that she's trying like the motivation is probably like she's trying to be encouraging. Like, hey, I've been in the same place as you. Like this is an opportunity. Don't fuck it up with your attitude. But wow. (laughs) And then Tyra takes the girls aside after and is like, that was probably really scary for you guys. Like, she oh, was so what? creepy. Uh, and by the way, I guess that was season four, not season three. Another amazing thing uh, is that there was insane challenges. Like, the modeling, <laughs> yeah. it was not normal runways that they had to do. Like, no. one of the challenges, and I posted it on my Instagram, we'll post a bunch of them on the web crawlers one too where it was the first runway and they put them in like those clear bubbles, like inflatable bubbles. (laughs) And uh, there was water on both sides of the runway. And then there was a small runway and they were wearing high heels and they had to go in the uh, clear bubble and roll down or like rock down the runway without uh, falling over. Um, Impossible. Impossible. Girls fell into the water. Uh, they like tumbled out like it was 
horrible. It was embarrassing. Like, embarrassing. They would, like, fall, like, the ball would roll up. They would, like, roll upside down in the ball. Yeah. There was one, uh, we might get into it in a bit, but do you remember there was one where there were these huge pendulum The pendulum. It was like they were on, like, a Japanese, um, like, game show. Like, yeah. there was... It was like American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> yes. There was pendulum clocks, like, swinging back and forth, and they had to walk and try to avoid being hit by these huge pendulum clocks. And, of course, most of them got hit. Yeah, they all got... I think a girl fell off the runway. I think she got yeah. hit and got fell off the runway and fell into the crowd. Again, this has nothing to do with modeling. Uh, it was, <laughs> like... I, I think a lot of the show was honestly to kind of, like humiliate the girls and to and to get viewers to be like whoa yeah of course season six there was something similar to this that happened with a girl named danielle the girls had to walk in like huge high heels like 10 inch high heels and they kept like falling like it looked like they were gonna break their ankles like the girls were wobbling this one girl danielle fell Got back up. She fell again. Got back up. Fell again. And then oh. just crawled the rest of the way. Oh she, she couldn't get up again. And she just crawled the entire runway. And that's it was so sad. It was so mortifying. Those heels are crazy. Like, that's dangerous. You could legit break your ankle in those. Oh, it's horrifying. That yeah, there is there is a uh, moving runways uh, over water oh God, where yeah. the girls it was like a um, not an escalator because it didn't go up, but it would like move and then like over water and they had to uh, go over it and some of them would fall off. <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy! I don't remember this part. Okay, so then there's one Tyra's circle of trust in season eight. I didn't watch this. This is amazing that they're explaining this in a Teen Vogue article called The Craziest uh, Craziest Moments in America's Next Top Model History. Okay, it says, for the most part, Tyra means well, but every now and again, she puts on her therapist hat and chaos ensues. <laughs> After hearing about a girl who wasn't making friends in the house or really getting along with others, Tyra decided to take control of the situation. While most viewers expected her to ask the girls what was going on and help them sort out their problems, Tyra instead decided to have the other housemates simply go around in a circle and tell this poor girl why they hated her. What? <laughs> Wait, we need to find that. Oh, my God. I don't care if I make friends. It's not my main goal for being here is not to make friends. Mm-hmm. It's to win the competition to make something out of my life. You know what I think would be best, Renee, is if you sit right here next to me. And I think the best thing when, like, you're feeling attacked and everybody's against you is for everybody to go and say how you've hurt them. All right, so, shoot. You've been negative to everybody so many times. It's like, how am I going to believe you? I'm going to blow. If the cast can weak, you're not saying very good things. You got peanut butter in my jelly. It's like a weird mashup. Yeah, it's like a weird mashup. But I mean, she had me at you got peanut butter in my jelly. (laughs) So then they also like capitalized on the girl's fears, which was crazy. So, for example, there's this girl, Eva, in season three. She had arachnophobia, like really bad. So then they made her pose with they made her pose with spiders. Um, There was the girl, Melissa, who's. Hadn't her friend just died and then they made her do a crime scene shoot or something? Yes. Her friend had died of an overdose and they made her do... It was a scene where I think she had died of an overdose. It's so crazy. Yeah. So they did like a whole bunch of things like that. They also covered a girl in bees who was super allergic. (laughs) Oh my um, god. Yeah, she was like, I have my EpiPen in case anything happens. Oh jeez. They also in season eight decided to do and if you rewatch these episodes, like none of the none of the photo shoots stand up. Um in season eight they did a political photo shoot where people were like pro-life, pro-guns. Oh, I remember seeing those photos. Insane. Season nine, they did a shoot to uh, for a no-smoking campaign. So one photo was the girls smoking a cigarette. And then in the mirror, it was their reflection of what happens if you smoke. But like horrific images, like flesh-eating 
disease on their faces. One of the girls was holding a stillborn baby. Oh my God, that's right. One of the girls, like, it was like, it's you, um, your hair is falling out because you have chemo. Like, and they were taking the pictures and it was like, pose like you have chemo. Like, it was (laughs) watching it again. You're watching it and you're like, what does this have to do with modeling? This is insane. What is this show even about? I wonder how many of these decisions were production and how many were Tyra's. Who came up with these? I don't know. I mean, the writers on the show, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, who who all got fired because they wanted health insurance. <laughs> um, and then, so then I found this BuzzFeed article, 17 America's Next Top Model Moments That Didn't Age Well, to say the least. And this was even crazier. So it says, in cycles 14 and 17, Angela was disqualified for having briefly worked as an escort. Oh. Not great. Um, in cycle four, Michelle was believed, was made to believe that she had a flesh eating bacteria, even though it was just untreated impetigo, which is just like a, a, a skin bacteria that you can just get rid of. This one was insane. In cycle five, Tyra told Kim that she should tone down her lesbianness. <laughs> Kim said, uh, "It was this was in her audition. Kim goes, I want to be out. Like, I'm gay and I'm really proud of it. Tyra says, I think there's, like, being proud. Like, I'm black and I'm proud, but I'm not walking down the red carpet all, I'm black, I'm proud, I'm black, I'm proud. <laughs> Tyra. In cycle four, Kenya was blamed for being inappropriately touched by a male model at a photo shoot. Oh my god, that's right. I don't remember this. Do you remember? I didn't. I didn't watch this one. Do you remember what happened? I guess a, a male model touched her, and then she was like victim blamed. Yeah, because she didn't speak up for herself. And which another thing happened? I think it was season one. Carity, she was in, doing a shoot in a pool. And it was freezing and she got hypothermia. Yes. She was blamed. They're like, as as a model, you need to speak up when you're uncomfortable. Yeah, but they always get mad at them for speaking up when they're uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Then cycle 10, there was a girl named uh, Katarzyna. Katarzyna. I might be be mispronouncing it, which is fucked up because the whole thing is that I guess the whole season they couldn't pronounce her name right. So they just pronounced it wrong the whole time. In cycle six, Danielle was hospitalized, but left because she felt pressure to do a shoot. Uh, Cycle 12, London was eliminated because she gained weight during the season. Oh, this one was amazing. In cycle 16, Tyra made the 14 girls think that they were going home. So she told them that they were all eliminated and going home. But then she was like, just kidding. You're actually the top 14. They were all like devastated. And then um, I remember watching cycle two and they immediately like they the first challenge is them like doing a runway show. And these girls had never done any sort of modeling. And then like after the runway show, like Ms. J and Tyra were like critiquing their walks. They're like, these are terrible. These are all awful walks. These girls are like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why are they so mean? That was the most confusing thing about America's Next Top Model for me is like none of these people were models. Like none no, of them had they ever didn't modeled know what before. They were doing. None of them had ever walked. A lot of them weren't that physically attractive. Not to be. I mean, they were they were normal looking people. Um, so it was kind yeah, of interesting. Yeah, they weren't like five ten models. They weren't no. like. Yeah, they were all just like random pretty girls. Yes, <laughs> this episode I watched yesterday. And my mind was blown. I sent you guys a clip of it. In America's Next Top Model All-Stars, there was a Michael Jackson-themed photo shoot. Um, and Latoya Jackson was one of the judges. And all of... Uh, this is... I, th- I posted a different clip on um, my Instagram. There was actually a lot of uh, blackface episodes on America's oh, Next yes. Top Model. Uh, this was just one of them. Uh, in this All Stars episode, it was a Michael Jackson theme photo shoot, and all the girls had to dress like Michael Jackson. Uh, so they were put in clothing uh, from different uh, parts of his career, but all That's the fun. white girls were put in a black and brown face, and they had to put <gasps> like afros younger, on, like younger MJ, yeah, like Jackson Five era. And for one of them, they were like, "This is your best photo shoot." 
And I'm like, no, you're in an afro and in blackface. Like, this is insane. Swapped, swapped ethnicities. Yeah. So was that the one I posted yesterday or was that another one? I think there's so many, but there was one where it's like she, Tyra pulled out a card. He's like, okay, you're going to be an African beauty. So this like white girl's like, you're going to be East Asian. Oh, yes. Okay. So that's the one. If we could go, I don't know if you can play it from my Instagram or maybe if I can, I think I posted that. Let me see if I can send you the video from. Okay. So to preface it, this was a challenge where, um, Oh, this is the milk mustache challenge. So, oh um, so <laughs> they go so crazy and it's, uh, so they go and Tyra's like, today you're going to pose in mustaches. And the girls are like, huh? And then Tyra goes, milk mustaches. And the girls are like, ah, like they're so excited. <laughs> and then she's like, but. In different ethnicities. And then the girls are like, huh? Yeah, this is a different challenge. <laughs> oh my God. There's a third, there's a third yes. ethnicity challenge. Okay. So, um, anyways, here's a clip of them being told that they're going to be different ethnicities <laughs> with milk mustaches. It has transformed people. So today, you guys are all going to have mustaches. What? Milk mustaches. <laughs> doing this shoot for Got Milk. And you know, Tyra's done the Got Milk campaign twice. So this is Gita and this is Delana. They're going to be your photographic team. Now there's a twist. We are actually going to switch your ethnicities. The challenge here really is taking on the persona of that other ethnicity while in the photograph and owning it. Christina, you're going to be an East Indian. Tiffany, you're going to be Native American. Brittany, an African-American woman. Ah! Kenya, Korean. (laughs) Kaylin. Michelle, an Eskimo woman. Naima's going to be an Icelandic Scandinavian. Tatiana, a biracial woman. Yuvi, a Swedish milkmaid. Wow. Becca, really dark, tanned, Italian, Sicilian woman. Oh, and Noel, we're making you into a traditionally African woman with a head wrap and everything. A white woman <laughs> is traditionally African with a head wrap. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, in what world does that make sense? Like, what year was this? Like, the early... 2010s yeah like it wasn't that long ago that's that that long ago yeah watching it and being like oh this is this is what they do this is normal yeah (laughs) it's crazy um and i if i remember correctly i think they also had to hold a child of the same ethnicity during this photo shoot yes one of them i think it was the the biracial one had to hold a biracial bait or like something fucked up something weird the girl so the girl i think on this challenge who had the impetigo who they who they all told her it was a flesh-eating disease they were like they were like we can't have a baby near you in case it gets the flesh-eating disease so you're gonna be holding a doll god she had to hold a a black baby doll oh my god (laughs) i mean it was bananas um oh my maria are God. you gonna edit this entire episode out <laughs> <laughs> your faces you look so worried it was crazy it's not like a <laughs> yes it was these are it facts was crazy I, remember I was watching cycle two and, and uh tyra said like at the beginning the first episode she said i need you guys to live breathe and eat modeling i need you guys to want this so bad that if it doesn't happen to go, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life now? She wants them to kill themselves if they don't win. How is that good advice? Like that's not, the thing with modeling is it's not something you can learn to do. You're either tall, skinny, and pretty or you're not. Right. Like she's just like setting these girls up for like failure if they don't. Yeah, succeed. it is kind like, of like crazy. A, it is crazy. Um, And she did so many things that weren't necessary or didn't have anything to do with modeling. It was just yeah. like a showcase for her, like. She would do weird skits. One day she pretended to faint just to scare everyone. In cycle two, Janice Dickinson told uh, one of the girls she looked like a child prostitute. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is my favorite thing, uh, which I didn't rewatch, but I absolutely have to because I don't remember this. Apparently in cycle eight, 50 Cent, who was, I guess, a guest on the show, 
pushed one of the models, Jael, into a pool because she annoyed him. God. Yeah, I remember that. So then, oh, and, and I mean, there were some breakthrough things in the show that were really great. They did have some quote unquote plus size models, even they weren't very plus. That's true. Uh, there was a trans contestant season 11 and season 17, Isis. Uh, that is Who true. did continue to have a career. I believe she modeled for, for Abercrombie. There was a contestant named Gina who had really bad alopecia, which made her bald, and they featured that, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was on season nine a contestant named Heather with autism, uh, which they featured, which was kind of cool. Although the other girls like talked shit about her and made fun of her and Ugh. handled it horribly. But Tyra and the judges were really um, positive and like use it as like a, you know, like people on the spectrum yeah. can do whatever they want and um, are really, you know, it was it was really a positive story. From Fascinating show. Yes. <laughs> Melissa, you sent this to us and I was amazed. Uh, do you want to read the part about Tyra's insane book that she wrote? <laughs> Tyra wrote a, a fiction, a young adult book called Model Land. Yeah. One word, Model Land. Yes. Will you read the thing verbatim? Because it's the craziest description I've ever heard of a book of all time. Okay. Here's a description. <laughs> a young, awkward-looking girl by the name of Tuki de la Creme like, is what? invited to attend the legendary boarding school Model Land for a chance to join the Intoxabellas, <laughs> the most celebrated models in all the world. Along the way, she meets a plus-size girl named Dylan a four-foot, seven-inch girl named Shiraz and an albino girl named Piper. <laughs> Together they form a strong bond as they face the trials and tribulations of model land and endeavor to find the truth about why they were all accepted to it and why a mysterious imposter seems to want nothing more than for them to be gone. Ooh, a mystery. I mean, honestly, that sounds good. It was panned. Uh, people described it as tacky, predictable, superficial, and exhausting read. Uh. Um, a befuddling piece of directitude, <laughs> certifiably batty, depressing and consumerist, nonsensical, nightmarish acid trip that seemed like it would never end. More made-up words and terms than a Klingon <laughs> transition of a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> that stops being funny when you realize how long it is yeah so if anyone wants to ever start a book club i think that should definitely be it so let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with our interview with former america's next top model contestant janasha Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, video episodes a day early, ad-free episodes, and more. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will read it on our mailbag episodes. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It has been popping off. Please continue to leave us voicemails and we will continue to play them. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. So, we are so lucky today. Uh, we actually have a model, and it's one of my favorites, and I think one of the funniest models. Uh, Janasha, she was on a uh, cycle two of America's Next Top Model. Uh, this took place in 2004. Iconic because, uh, well, I'll let you know why she's iconic, uh, once we start talking to her. So, uh, here is, uh, Janasha and our fantastic interview with her. Okay, so we just want to like talk to you. You were like our favorite person from season two, mostly because on the first episode, the first thing you said, I think, was like, so are we not getting lunch? <laughs> Guys, I was starving. They picked us up at, like, I don't know. It felt like the ass crack of dawn to me it was probably, like, 8 a.m., which now as an adult, it's nothing. But, um, yeah, we they had us do that whole intro that you see. Yeah. You know, drop us off pick us up in this that van thing or whatever and there was like no food involved the entire time <gasps> are you serious yeah i don't think i ate till that night it was i was fucking hungry i'm so hungry crazy. just thinking about it <laughs> yeah i would have been so grumpy if i had to like work all day long and be on tv and be around all those other <laughs> girls without being fed all day long <laughs> There was a McDonald's on the ship, so I got really excited <laughs> when we pulled up to the Intrepid. I was like, oh, fuck yes, we're going to McDonald's. I don't know why I was like, oh, we're going to McDonald's here. <laughs> you thought that was the That's challenge? <laughs> That's what we're doing here probably is going to that McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> That's so we're huge fans of McDonald's. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> we're wearing McDonald's colors. Oh my god, Yellow, we are red and white. Oh god, nice. We are. We always are. We always we are. We do Every this episode, a lot. One of us is wearing one of these colors. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. So before I get into like specifics, what was the experience like for you? Because the show, like we've watched almost all the seasons, and it's just. Wow. Bananas. Your your season wasn't like as problematic, I don't think, as some of the other seasons. But like, what was it? What was it like? Um, It was weird. It was really <laughs> weird. And you just tried to ignore that the cameras were there and stay like for me, I just wanted to make sure I stayed authentic to who I am yeah. outside of that situation just because I felt like if I wasn't I would get called out for that by my friends and totally people that know me so I remember really really focusing on that and also being really concerned that like while this was like a great opportunity I didn't was like didn't want to become like you know a reality tv person yeah real world or something. And all of a sudden I, all these people know me, except I'm still a broke ass hoe. And that is kind of <laughs> what happened, except that I got cut so early that not a lot of people know me. So that worked out. That's so funny. Yeah. I think you got, you got eliminated what, like fourth or fifth or something. Yeah. I was like the fourth one, mm -hmm. but it says something to you that you didn't get cut on that first, uh, that first day. Cause okay. So will you explain, yeah. uh, what happened uh, with the whole, for those of you who haven't watched it, the whole yes. sleeping in thing. Yeah. So what you guys see is um, me sleeping in and everyone's at the photo shoot. Like, where is she? Oh my God. <laughs> but a little backstory of what you don't know is yes. that I actually woke up before everyone else. 
So Shandy had this alarm clock. I was like, set it at 4 a.m. I'm going to get up and take a shower because we had to be out the house at like 7, 7.30. I'm going to get up, take a shower hella early because there's 12 of us and yeah. like three yeah. showers or two showers. I don't even fucking know. Oh, my God. So I'm going to get up, oh. do all that, and then I'll and then lay back down. And when you guys leave or get up, I'll get up with you. So I did that. Um, and we had been out till like 2 a.m. or something the night before at Tavern on the Green, um, oh, just at dinner. They kept us out hella late. Like production I mean, did? The universe was just like, you know what? Let's have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I didn't hear anyone else get up. And I was sleeping on the top bunk of these built-in bunk beds. So just mm. like nestled in a little nook with yeah. my wet hair. I had crazy dreams that night. <laughs> Um, woke up, took a shower, got all cozy, and just passed the fuck out. Oh my god, are you guys allowed to cuss on here? Are you oh my god, yeah, a hundred, oh, no, a hundred percent, we cuss all the time. Um, <laughs> and just no one, no one decided to wake you up or anything. I don't think it was a decision to be perfectly honest yeah. with you. Like, um, if it was, like, I don't know that it was, but honestly, like, we were still so new to each other at the point that we had to count each other. To know if we were all there. So they probably counted when they were. So what I've heard is they counted when they got in the van or they counted in the elevator. Um, April felt felt terrible and wanted to go back up to get me. I found this out afterwards. Oh, right. They showed that in the episode. Someone was like, was like, oh, where's Janasha? If you you guys, if I go get her, will you guys wait for me? And they're like, fuck no. And I wouldn't have either, to be honest. I think. I, oh, that's right. Sorry, no, we're not going to like jeopardize ourselves for this one person who couldn't get out of bed. Right. Even though I did. <laughs> Anyways, um, it made for great TV. It did. It was yeah super. Ex- it was hard at the time back then. What seventeen years ago? At the time, living through it. Oh my god. Um, so long ago. <laughs> when I woke up and everyone was gone, it was my heart just sank. I was like, just devastated like that wow you really fucking did it (laughs) just first challenge and you're out yeah and it was frustrating too though because i think you had helped rachel get dressed on like a mini challenge oh yeah excuse me april get dressed on like a mini challenge um Mm -hmm. but you know it is like you said it is what it is like it was so early people probably didn't know like what was going on um totally so totally you ended up going and one thing mm-hmm. that pissed me off is like Nigel was so nice to you when yeah, he was. you got to the challenge. I feel like like he was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. People are late sometimes like just get yeah. ready. Um, but then when it was time for the judging, he seemed like to be a little bit more strict about it. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, bless him for having that attitude towards me because um, he could have caused a full-on meltdown at that point. I was like... True. It was rough. I cried the whole way there. Oh. I hailed <laughs> a cab for the first time in my life. Like, Oh, my God. Just like my little heart is beating like a million miles a minute and I get there and it was actually really chill. Like there were a bunch of girls that hadn't gotten painted yet. So editing made it look like I got there hella late. It wasn't, yeah. it was maybe an hour and you know, a couple like they were just starting to shoot. But I, I also heard in later interviews, I think I did a little, I talked to Oliver Twist. He did an interview with yeah. Nigel and heard that Nigel just didn't really care. He just, was supposed to say that for the camera or 100%. something like I don't give a shit if she was late yeah Getting judging right. cuz it doesn't even matter like other people are going like haven't even gone yet anyways it doesn't matter if you show yeah. up late yeah it's more of the principle of it i'm glad that that happens in retrospect <laughs> <laughs> cuz it made it really interesting um, you guys are talking to me about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Right? That is true. That is very true. Um, and that was like a body painting challenge. I feel yeah. like the challenges, oh, right. like, did you think that they were useful modeling challenges? Like how, Ooh. how useful was it for like a modeling career? You think? 
Maybe back then in 2003. I mean, it's so hard to look at it now because right. they're a little bit dated, right? So yeah. you're like, what was the point? That's so cheesy yeah. when you look at it now. Um, but I think maybe to see just how far we were willing to go. Also, you're mm-hmm. doing a modeling challenge on TV. Um, having done... So after the show, I was the fashion director for a magazine for a while. Oh my God, and amazing. I did a lot oh, wow. of editorials. So behind the scenes, like we do some behind the scenes videos, but honestly, like photo shoots and stuff like that, they're not super exciting. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to spice it up a bit. These challenges have to be entertaining for, you know, yeah. apparently years to come. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're still watching just, it like how do you the the creativity is just that's a good point that like it's not just about the modeling and i think we talked about that before too that it's also that they're like making television and there has to be like a production yeah value. it's gotta be like because like as i used to model retired but like <laughs> so many photo shoots are just so boring yeah. you're just waiting around the whole day about the clothes that's all it is them are in front of a white screen right so it's so boring yeah i'm i don't know if they would challenge necessarily helpful to us as aspiring models yeah per se like i don't know how well you could translate what you did there to modeling in the real life some some people did and they just have that but you, you know, mostly they transitioned into acting, right? The bigger girls from yeah. Top Model. Oh, yeah. So after, and this is like one of my favorite facts when researching you, because it's also one of our favorite shows, is after you, uh, I think you were a contestant on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, how did that happen? And what was that like? <laughs> Um, I have loved Wheel of Fortune since I was like little growing up. Yeah, uh, same, same. And then I don't know. I just like randomly went online and was like, I wonder if I could get on Wheel of Fortune and like signed up and I didn't hear anything. And then like six months later, I'm like, I never heard anything. Let me try again. So I signed up and then I got either an email or a phone call and they were like auditions. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I flew down to LA for like literally a day. I didn't even stay overnight. I don't think I went down there, went to this little hotel, auditioned, um, won the fake audition, got like a t-shirt. And then they called me and were like, do you want to be, um, fuck yes. I want to be (laughs) on Will Fortune. So yeah, it happened really fast, but I was laser focused, just like constantly <laughs> watching the show. I had this video game that I was playing. Like I was in Wheel of Fortune mode. Like I, I ate, drank, and slept Wheel of Fortune. And you won, did so you? Long. You won a lot of money. Yeah, I won. Um, I won close to fifty grand in cash <gasps> and prizes. Like I won a prize puzzle, so what? I got to go to um, where did I go? Cabo. That sounds right. I oh don't my know. god! Brain, and then um, the bonus round, and won the bonus round, which that one still blows my mind. When I think like, oh, I could that could never happen to me. I go back to that moment. I'm like, yes, it fucking could because you had a <laughs> bonus round at Wheel of Fortune. So that's my. Oh my that's god! My thing. I'm going to. I can die happy with that one. I love that you feel like more excited about Wheel of Fortune than America's Next Top Model. <laughs> well, you won more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lost on Top Model, but actually, I think I partially that helped me get on Wheel of Fortune because one of the producers came up to me when they were like touching up our makeup and was like, okay, like what was Tyra Banks like in real life? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Some people don't want to speak publicly about that. Can you tell us anything about like what she was like or what the show was like or like anything, anything like that? Dude, you guys, I wish I had some dirt on Tyra because <laughs> that would be so much more interesting. But she was always nice to me. Yeah. I really only saw her on camera or um, in the beginning when they were interviewing us, which is completely nerve wracking. So like she was always nice to me. I never had any issues with her yeah um 
and don't have any dirt, but that's amazing. Yeah. I'm the wrong girl for that. Sorry. Oh, no, it's, did. That's great. <laughs> I actually, you just brought up something interesting. I would love to know, like, so what was the interview process like to get on America's Next Top Model or to even like get a chance to be on it? Yeah. Well, for me, um, my mom watched the first season. I didn't even see it. And she was like, you have to try out to be on this show. She was kind of my momager um, throughout my life. And I was like, okay. She's like, let's make a video. So we made this cheesy video, which I hope doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, they're having auditions in Seattle. I'm going to come pick you up and take you. And I had my own car, but I was like, okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she drops me off. It's the longest line ever. Like you'd think it was just hours of standing in line. Like oh my God. she brought me God. she brought me McDonald's while I was waiting. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. Like, no. You gotta stay. You've already waited this long. Just wait. So I was like one of the last groups to go in and they brought us in groups of eight. They had a standing, like touching shoulders standing, and we had to go down the line saying our name, age, height why we think we want to be America's next top model. And I was like in the middle of the group and everyone was just like, you know, I really like, this has always been my dream, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking like, I don't, I don't want to come off as that. I think that I'm (laughs) so I was like, I don't know. Teased a lot in high school for doing some teen modeling, but yeah, it's dumb, you know, it's bully stuff like, oh, she thinks she's so hot. She got her yeah, lips right. injected or lips done. I'm like, this is a fucking 90s and I'm a poor ass high school student. Anyways, yeah. I digress. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't have a good reason. So I was just like, my name's Shanasha. I'm 21. I'm 5'7", which was a lie. And I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> And which I'm not, but it was one of those things that kind of lightened the mood. Everyone laughed. Like, I could feel the girls next to me shaking because they were so nervous. Like I could feel them shaking. And it just kind of, I think that's what got oh me on God. the show. That's for sure. That's yeah, for sure. Got you on the show. They're like, yes. So they we'll take me it. And another girl stay behind and they're like, how tall are you? And they have me take off my shoes. I'm like, so I'm fucking Uh-oh. busted. I'm five, six and a half. Busted. A day. But they pushed me through to the next round, which was flying out to LA for a week. They sequestered every girl. It was like 30 of us or so. 30, 40. I don't know. We weren't allowed to talk to each other. Oh my God. We weren't allowed to have talk to anyone on the phone and tell anyone what we were doing. We took the, these wow. um, super intense like personality test to find out if we were psychos <laughs> and, like talk oh my to god people. yeah and then when you got on the show you had to fill out like these this legal packet that was like 5000 pages long and there's no way you could have possibly known what it meant but yeah. basically they could sue you for like a million dollars if you gave away any secrets or anything oh and god. you had to send in a vial of your blood <gasps> what did they do like drug testing or I don't know like what they used it for I there's like asked. a clone of you somewhere <laughs> that is now 17 years old because yeah. it's been 17 years i had to go get a blood draw i had to go get a physical oh and I, I cried and made the doctor write that i was five seven <laughs> and i had to get a vial of my blood oh my That's god insane. that is so they they own me. Yeah, seriously, they own you <laughs> wow. for perpetuity. I it, that is that'd be amazing Who if like knows what you signed yeah, too. I have no never idea. read a contract in my life. Like that's just I just always yeah, sign everything. You can't. You didn't have a lawyer at the time. You no. couldn't be like, hey, let, let my lawyer read yeah. it. It's like I don't know. You're know. like I'm oh twenty. God. I don't I even. Twenty one year old Hooters waitress. <laughs> I'm like, um, is there any regulars at the bar over here that are lawyers? <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh my god. Um, Janasha, you're our favorite person of all time. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That I like literally am dying at like the McDonald's and the alcohol thing. That is so funny. Um, <laughs> if people want to like follow you online or anything like that, if you oh, don't yeah. want them to, that's fine. But if you do, no, like yeah. where where can they do that? Sharing is caring. Um, <laughs> I, I'm mostly on my uh, 
Instagram, which is at dirty.planties. Amazing. Um, which is mostly my plants, but um, <laughs> I have a baby now, so I don't get as much time to make content about plants. So it's I'm transitioning into everything. Let's just talk about it all. <laughs> and then also my husband has a restaurant out in West Seattle. Oh, wow. That, um, that I would love people to frequent. It's called Lady J. Lady J. What kind of food is it? Um, mostly smoked meats and cocktails. They have a huge smoker out back and a patio. Oh, oh damn. Also, like on Tuesday, they're having this, this, uh, night market where they're selling a shit ton of, um, American and Japanese Wagyu. Oh, what? Like raw, so you can cook it at home. Yeah. They have a meat shop in the front. They've pivoted with the pandemic. So meat shop in front, restaurant and patio in back. Oh, this sounds um, good. So yeah, I'm working, that I'm sounds amazing. Focusing on focusing on supporting him right now since um, I'm mostly a stay at home mom right yeah. now. Oh, I want to weird. open that in Los Angeles. <laughs> that sounds so fucking good. Yeah, Lady JLA, let's go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I have a question: How? What is the secret to keeping your plants alive? Because <laughs> you, if you guys aren't watching yeah. this, she's got plants around her that look like the most magical. <laughs> what, Google everything I grow dies. Um, Google. Um, well, I got, I'm really lucky. I have a lot of light in my place. We've got a shit ton mm. of windows, and we get light all day long. But uh, the trick is to Either put your plants in pots that drain so that they're not sitting in water. People, basically, you kill your plants by either underwatering or overwatering. Yeah. I tend to underwater because it's uh, less lethal. Oh, you can tell hard. when your plant is thirsty, you're like, okay, this bitch needs a drink. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people water too frequently. I do that. So when you mm. think of overwatering, um, it's not that you're giving your plant too much water. It's that you're watering it too often. It has to have enough light. The light helps it drink the water. The roots drink the water. If it's sitting in in too much water, then the roots just turn to mush because they're vegetation. Like think about putting oh, any nice. kind of plant in water. It's going to start to that rot. Makes sense. My that's what yeah. happens to me. My plants always rot, and it's because I'm watering them too frequently. Yep. yep. You're hugging it. They're you're hugging I'm codependent. the codependent. <laughs> it's you're my codependence. I'm I'm, I'm smothering my plants. <laughs> Fuck. <You are. laughs> this is like <laughs> now we're getting really deep into shit. Um, yeah. Amazing. Put your, in your hands in, and if it feels if if dirt sticks to your fingers, it probably doesn't need water yet. Oh hey. Well, yeah, this is a good tip. Horny. It's a Hot, good tips tip. <laughs> Hot, Hot tips. Hot plant tips. Hot plant well, tips. Well, uh, follow Janasha at uh, Dirty Dot Planties for hot plant tips and uh, cute baby pics. <laughs> and then uh, go to Lady J uh, in uh, West Seattle, you said? Yes. Awesome. Um, yes. Thank you so much for this. Watch season two because uh, it's so me. good. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. Of course, have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye. Bye. If you watch this show, have any memories of what it was like, uh, if you were on the show, uh, we would love to hear from you. I mean, we heard from Jorge Garcia from Lost. You never know what might happen. Oh, you know what? Before we end, I would love to see what this uh, thing that Tyra did about, like, I'm sorry that I did. Oh, yeah. She because a lot of people on Twitter were like pulling up clips, old clips of America's Next Top Model. And I believe she acknowledged it and was like, yeah, (laughs) it was crazy. I'm sure it's nine minutes long, which obviously we're not going to do. She Um, wrote something. Um, She said, been seeing the posts about the uh, insensitivity of some past America's Next Top Model moments. And I agree with you. Looking back. Those were some really off choices. Appreciate your honest feedback, and I'm sending so much love and virtual hugs. I mean, fine. She also said, uh, I was trying to push boundaries, but was also torn to try to make sure that these girls could work, so it was a balance. It was like, oh, break beauty barriers, but yeah, I can break them all I want on the show, but they'll graduate from the show, and they won't work. She was trying to make entertaining TV, and she did. Yeah. 
So like that was the goal. The goal was to make a great TV show. And she certainly did. I don't think her goal was to really teach girls how to model or to make America's Next Top Model. A little bit of maybe a little bit, maybe like 10% teach girls how to model and 90% be a TV show host. Some of the girls are successful. Some of the girls on the show, Cara D, the first one, she modeled for a while. A lot of the girls, Adrian Curry. Yes. She had a very successful career. Who uh, Tyra hates, apparently. And also, one of the girls now is like an actress, I believe. Hannah something. Yeah, there's a lot of successful uh, contestants came from that show. Yeah. Another thing, which we won't get into, because that's like a whole other like half an hour of itself, is the makeovers that they did oh my god they would always shave at least one girl's head but then like send her home yeah like within like the first four like they would give they would always give a girl like i need to speak to the manager uh haircut oh my god (laughs) they were not good every see every single weave they ever did was horrible and had to be redone yeah i remember that one girl had one she had to get it redone because it was like hurting her head so much. Yeah, it was it was scabbing and pulling at her yeah. head and like making her bleed. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And they were like, this is Tyra's vision for you. You don't appreciate it. Oh. Um, yeah. And like they gave like one girl a red afro. I mean, uh, this like nice Russian girl. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was the, the whole show was just bananas. Um it's a really fun and entertaining rewatch, honestly, like great background TV. Sure. Uh, so again, if you have any comments on the show, uh, please let us know, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram or in Twitter, webcrawlerspod. All righty then. I am Allie Siegel, the world's first supermodel. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I am Melissa pretends to faint <laughs> and i'm producer a real top model blasucci oh well good for we'll you. be the judge of that all right bye. bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 